BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Early in the morning, I'm at Dan Brecky's house, KQED's transportation editor, because news just came in for a story that Brecky's been covering. After a well-known developer, Phil Tagami, said he wanted to export tons of coal out of a new port that he's building, the city of Oakland passed an ordinance that banned the shipment of fossil fuel. Then on Tuesday, a judge ruled that the city is not allowed to breach that contract that they made with him. Today, an update on Oakland's legal battle. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Hey. Hey. What's up? What are you trying? <laughs> are you rolling already? I am rolling already. Oh I swear I won't take too much of your time, though. I spoke with Brecky at his place in the East Bay, and he tells me back in 2013, Phil Tagami offered the city of Oakland a pretty good deal to develop some space on the old army base near the port. At the time, the city signed its agreement with Tagami and his group called the Oakland Bulk and Oversized Terminal. There was no word in the contract about shipping coal through the city. When the city got wind that Obot wanted to use this new terminal for coal, they tried to stop it. The city found out that Tagami wanted to ship coal through the facilities in 2015. The next year, the city council acted. A vocal contingent of coal supporters disrupted the Oakland City Council meeting, chanting, let us work. It's about really trying to help people, give them some hope. But those pushing for a ban on coal blasted back, saying the West Oakland community was being misled. The city council passed a ban on uh, coal shipments through the terminal. Councilmember Reed? Definitely. <laughs> and President Gibson McElhaney? Aye. Is approved on introduction with about a seven eyes. The developer sued the city, alleging the city had breached its development agreement and alleging a couple of violations of federal law in the U.S. Constitution. So that's what the judge, uh, Vince Chabria, was looking at. And so what did the judge decide in his ruling this week? The judge decided that the city had breached its contract. The judge said, yes, Oakland, you are absolutely within your rights to um, want to protect your citizens, your residents, from something that could be a health danger. And that would be the coal itself, which is why they banned it. However, to do that, you really need to establish the grounds for doing that. And you completely failed to do that with the the, uh, studies and other documentation you used. 
the judge said that the city's report, uh, the city documents that it used to uh, make this decision were terribly flawed and that that in itself made the whole ordinance null and void. I mean, at one point he called a one attempt to present data uh, as mangled that the you know it was so confusing and apparently there were uh, tables that were mislabeled in the report he said well this mangled the record to the point where it was useless what does the judge's ruling tell you about the way the city uh, responded to developer Filtigami and dis- and responded to the idea of coal coming through the city there was some real anger and impatience on the city's part, a feeling that maybe it had been double-crossed to some extent. There's some really strong concern about the impact on and the welfare of the community. West Oakland in particular has severe health impacts from this nexus of transportation modes that come together there, all putting out lots of pollution. It's got a lot of traffic of every description. You know, the busiest freeway in the entire region going through. You've got incredibly busy rail lines coming through from both north and south and east. And you've got um, really heavy ship traffic. And none of these are clean sources of transportation. Everybody's belching out something as they go through there. And we should also say it's a historically African-American neighborhood, deep history in Oakland. Yes, and I think the city wanted to move quickly to uh, close off the possibility of coal coming into the city. Now it's going to have to decide uh, what its next step is. All right, Dan, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So the city says it's considering all of its options, including an appeal. But one political expert KQED reached out to said that could be a waste of time and money. And that effort might actually better be spent on trying to regulate coal emissions with the help of other regional agencies. To see the Bay's original story leading up to the ruling, which gives you more context into the whole lawsuit, go back and listen to our episode called Coal Dust from April 5th. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. If you live in the Bay Area, then you may have heard about these sideshows that happen in Oakland. Basically, these illegal events on city streets where hundreds of people show up and cars are racing or doing donuts in the middle of intersections. This week's Bay Curious podcast is looking into the history of sideshows and why they happen in the city of Oakland. Subscribe to Bay Curious wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there. I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 
That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.